What's up there, Kisami? Tom and Zeus with another episode of Shout It Out Loudcast. Episode 22. 22. Wow. This one we're titling, Take Me Away Together as One. Whew. Man, when you think of great songs, oh, you definitely think of that. No. Uh, Tommy, how the hell are you? I'm great, and you're not giving that song enough credit. That that song, the song starts off a little wimpy, but that that's a that's a kick-ass underrated song on Paul's album. Come on now, oh, it's no "Hold Me, oh. Touch Me," but it's that's a good song. Oh, 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 just, oh. <laughs> terrible. So uh, life is good. Life is good. Yeah, you know, the, the it's warm. It's a uh, couple weeks away from my summer vacation. Fourth of July is coming up. All that stuff. So looking forward to all that, but. Oh, it's, yeah. <laughs> ki- it's, ki- it's kissing time right now, baby. Kissing <laughs> <laughs> time is a kissing oh. time. Terrible. Um, that's nice. Let's get yeah. right into it, buddy. Let's start oh. this episode right. Okay. Um, what do we got? What's going on in Kiss world? Um, well, before we get into some Kiss news, because we do have a couple tidbit items, let's. I just want to give some shout outs for. Uh, just for some interaction last week from our wish list. So um, we got some good feedback for some people. Just want to give some shout outs uh, on, on, uh, on Twitter. Um, Our buddy, Jeff Wyatt, one of our new guys, Reg Daniels, um, our buddy Deuce. Reggie Dunlop. (laughs) Reg. Coach Reggie Dunlop. Grab your fucking gear. Let's go. Uh, our buddy Deuce and another uh, Twitter friend, Paul Tepelis. I'm terrible at pronouncing names, but um, just wanted to give a shout out to some of the guys that were interacting with us over the week. Um, you know, good stuff as usual. You know, we appreciate that all the time. We lo- we enjoy that. So, yeah, on that wish list episode, we're not going to go too much into what a lot of you guys had mentioned, at least not tonight, because we are planning on doing another wish. Epi- you know, as soon as you're done taping these things. Two hours later, you're like, holy shit, how the hell did I forget about this? Um, so me and Tommy will do a wish list part two somewhere down the line. So we don't want to give too many things away because, you know, they might end up on our wish list second episode. Uh, but we do appreciate the feedback and, uh, you know, we'll hit that topic again. Yep, exactly. Good point. Yep. Yeah. So what else, so for- buddy? So want to get into some kiss news. There's, there's a little bit, nothing huge, but some interesting tidbits that came up this week. Yeah. So our buddy, Paul Stanley, uh, now kisses they're in Europe right now on their tour. Um, Stanley Eisen, Stanley Eisen. Yes. Uh, did a radio interview with everybody's favorite Florida station. 95, seven, the hog. Now, I'll be honest with you. I listened to the to the interview. I'm not quite sure what he was doing on a Florida radio station. I don't know. But anyways, the DJ asking him a couple questions. So the headline that was making the round on social media was Paul Stanley, quote, the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame treated us like crap in 2014. So, of course, everyone's like, well, why is Paul Stanley talking about the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame? Well, if you listen to the interview, for some reason, the DJ asked Paul about it, and mm-hmm. I, I I don't know why, of all the things to ask, let's go back to 2014, but, you know, Paul comes in and says they treated us like crap, you know, uh, it was a disgrace what they did, you know, it was validation for our fans, you know, they kept us out for 17 years, you know, the same old, same old, right? 
We've heard of that before, right, Zeus? Yeah. Yeah, no, no, I agree. They did treat him like shit. They did. Oh, you can only have four guys. Yeah, and the other guys don't want to come. Sure, buy them a ticket. Um, you know, meanwhile, they have like 50 people from the dead in, 20 people from uh, the East Street band in. Yep. Yep. Um, other guys have been in Kiss for 10, 15 years. They don't cut, they get to come in. They want yep. to come. They want to buy, they'll go buy yourself a ticket. Yeah, they treated them like shit. Yeah. You know, people always give these guys shit. Why are you talking about? Well, if they ask him the question, what's he supposed to do? No comment it? Well, that and that was the interesting thing that I think listening to the interview helped kind of clarify the because that's the headline. And, and I, you read the comments on Facebook and Twitter. People are like, well, why the hell is Paul talking about the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame? Well, like you said, the DJ asked him. I don't know why, but he asked him. So he answered. And then he went on. He talked about he, he talked about his book. Um, and then the the guy <laughs> did he did he talk about his recipe for lasagna? He did tell him how to grease the pan for chicken saltambanca, whatever the <laughs> f- he makes. <laughs> did Paul have one of those pizza box chef hats on? You know. <laughs> Like Chef Boyardee has one of those things. <laughs> exactly. So, so then the guy asks him about the end of the road and everything. And then Paul came out and says, quote, we do have a final date pretty much planned. We're not announcing it yet, but it would be crazy to have the end of the road tour that never ends. So, yes, it does end. Uh, I don't know. Obviously, there's an end. But then people start started- Detroit or New York. I know everyone's speculating. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. It's uh, not going to be friggin Idaho. Well, that might be those boys in Boise know how to rock, you know. Did you say boys are gonna rock? <laughs> I I think that was a subconscious thing right there. I was thinking of that wonderful. Speaking song. of that, how is that fucking? Well, if you can believe fucking it, birth defect. If you, oh, <laughs> come on, be nice. That's oh, mean. come You're on, mean. be nice. How well, is he doing? Well, if you can believe it, how this... is he anyway? <laughs> The 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 Vinnie Vincent corner. There's no news, and Vinnie's Vincent, the Vincent Cusano is. When was that tour? When was that concert supposed to be? Isn't it like this month? This week. <laughs> this I think. What's today? Well, we're recording right now on Wednesday the fifth. I think it was like it's this week. The Speedball Jam. Speedball. He's up speeding all over. <laughs> Vinnie Vincent. Okay, Vinnie. So so um, so then uh, this was the interesting thing that Paul came. From the interview, okay. the the DJ asked him about new music. Um, mm-hmm. Now we we talked about this briefly last week when we were on the wish list about another album. Blah blah. Mm-hmm. Paul was shockingly pretty definitive in his answer. He said, "I just don't see it. I can't see us making a new album." And he was like, yeah. "I was like, I couldn't believe that he just came out and said that." And because usually he's like, "Well, you never know. We'll see if the time is right." He just said, "No, I I just don't see it happening." What do you think of that? Uh, I think that's sad. And, um, you know, we talked about it last week. Yeah. At least he's not giving the gene shit. Well, there's no money in it. You know, he might be like, why do I need to make music? I want to make this type of music. I don't need to do it with Kiss. This is what I'm feeling right now. I want to play some soul music. So I'm going to play it with Soul Station and everything else I'm going to do. I might do a solo album in a, in a year or two. Well, to each their own. Yeah, I was just surprised by how because because like we've said a million times, Paul is very, you know, he takes his time with the words that he chooses, and I I was just surprised that he just came out and said pretty much no, not happening. And then the guy continued to ask um, Paul about his comments in his new book, Backstage Pass, 
that he talks about how Kiss can continue with no original members. Oh, yeah. Exactly. I don't. I, what that, oh, I'm not getting into that right now. What I do want to get into is what Paul said. Paul said, quote, I'd be full of myself if I said the band can't go on without me. That is the one of the most ridiculous and, dare I say, stupid things I've ever seen the creator of a band ever say. What do you think? Yeah, I just, it's stupid. Exactly. I mean, it's just stupid. It is. What, what do you want me to say? I mean, obviously, they're just thinking of it monetarily. Well, why not? Why can't I make $10 million a year by paying somebody else to play me and go on tour and have people sign? If I say it's okay, then maybe other people will buy it because whatever I say, people still buy if it's authorized by officially by KISS. I mean, it's just See, why can't you? Because you have your voice. Your voice is the sound of kiss. Exactly. Gene's voice is the sound of kiss. Exactly. Okay? It's not like Ace and and Peter were in the band, and so was Gene. And then you left, and then they brought in another singer for a couple albums. Yeah. There's there's no like you can't just throw a new person up there and just say yeah this is kiss. Well, it has nothing to do with the original kiss. I, I was. I was just surprised because I can't believe Paul would say something like that because it, like you said, it minimizes him. It minimizes Paul Stanley, the the songwriter, the performer, the guitar player. If he's like, I- I'm, I'd be full of myself if I said the band can't go on without me. You're fucking Paul Stanley. The band can't and shouldn't go on without you. By just putting some guy in there with a star on his eye and a, and a guitar, you're pretty much saying that you're not really worthy of, of the role that you, ha- that you have. Because they're going to make money by doing no, this. I get that. I get that. But you know what? You know what, Zeus? I got news for you. They ain't going to make shit. Because if I want to... There are people paying to fucking see a hologram of Dio. Oh. You don't think Kiss fans would see something like that? If you're paying for a hologram of Dio... I'll tell you right now, I'll tell you right now, you put a gun to my head and ask me, do I want to see a hologram of Paul and Gene or do I want to see two new guys dressed as Paul and Gene? Give me the fucking hologram because that's the lesser of two stupid evils. Yeah, but me and you have seen a Kiss cover band before. We have. (laughs) That guy was like Arnold Schwarzenegger, Paul Stanley. That guy was all jacked up. Exactly. And then there was a wicked, was he a wicked fat fucking Ace Frehley? (laughs) And then like the Gene guy was like, I don't know, like Mexican or something. He was like, it just it was Jose Simmons. <laughs> yeah, it was just you know that's not the image of the band, right? You know, <laughs> fucking the guy that was Paul Stanley was jacked. Remember, he was like, yeah, looked like Arnold. Yeah, fucking cast like Arnold. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the guy had a little fucking. Hip mustache hanging out of Gene Simmons. What the so fuck is that? So stupid. Jorge Simmons. <laughs> yeah, instead of the demon, he's El Diablo. <laughs> El Diablo. Come on. Dude. All right. Stupid. All right. So, um, that, so that's what? the stupidity right there. All right. Um, so another another bit of kiss news. Unless you, do you have anything more to add about this stupidity here? No. Okay. <laughs> no. All right. El so, Diablo Simmons. Go ahead. Yeah. So if, um, for anybody following us on social media, we have been sharing and retweeting a lot of information about an unbelievable book that is out called Kiss, the Hottest Brand in the Land. Um, it's a it's a book about uh, the kits, the, the merchandising craze of the 70s and 80s. Um, the book is almost 400 pages thick. Um, it's got 
uh, all kinds of like unbelievable color photos of all the kinds of stuff that you could ever imagine from like the seventies and eighties, all this kind of crazy stuff. Um, it's not cheap if you want it, but, um, I've seen pictures. Um, it looks pretty, it looks pretty amazing. Um, and you know, I would, t- you know, if, if anybody's following everything kiss on uh, Facebook and Twitter, um, I think those are the guys behind the book. So definitely check that out. Um, it's really, it's really amazing. Um, like I said, it's not cheap, but it looks like it's pretty damn worth it. Yeah. And, and then we get some ACE news. Okay. Go ahead. Well, we don't usually talk about ACE's solo stuff too much, but a lot of people were talking about ACE's new video for mission to Mars. I haven't seen it, but I heard it kind of funky or it's a cartoon. Yeah, um, it's it's clever. The song is OK. I'm I'm not a huge, big, super fan of Ace's solo material. The video is clever. It's a cartoon. It's animated. It's kind of funny. Um, the song is average at best. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I mean, that was kind of that was kind of funny to see. Um, I, I was watching the video to see if he had any kind of subliminal kiss digs, you know, any kind of little things. Mm-hmm. But he, he didn't. And then. I saved this one for last because I thought it was interesting last week when uh, we talked about Ace saying how he wanted the fans to get their the bang for their buck at the Kiss concerts. Mm-hmm. Well, this summer at the <laughs> Indianapolis State Fair, the fans will get their bang for the buck because your boy Ace is doing a free show. <laughs> free. Yeah. Uh, I saw that. Well, he's the coolest guy. So what do you expect? Right. We yeah. didn't talk about that last week. It came in the day after we've That's recorded. That's right. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Go ahead. Yeah. Where he thought he was, he's been saying, well, I, you know, I'm the coolest guy. Those guys are straight, you know, and, and I'm a fuck up. So that yeah. makes me the coolest guy in Kiss. Like, I will give him credit that fans, I, you know, I, all the internet polls, I, I win those. Oh, yeah. God. I know. I mean, do we need to seriously get into that? He—he's, yeah, he's—he's. He's, I don't know. I don't know if he just can't deal with the fact that Kiss, like Paul and Gene, aren't giving him the time of day. But he's so—he's so consumed right now with this stuff. I'm the coolest guy, and then referring to internet polls. What are you? <laughs> what? That <laughs> yeah, was weird. It was weird. That's and I just fucking. That's his buddy Stuart talking in his ear. Yeah, that's the shit that he does. You know. Uh, the good part about this is, um, you know, I, I, I think he still, at least he still wants to be back with Kiss. Yeah. It's obvious. Yep. So somebody that's interviewing and asking him all this stuff, well, you know, I, you know, they should have me and they can, you know, we'll tour the world and take, oh, okay, great. I thought this guy like assaulted your wife. Yeah. Why do you want to be with him? Yep. So did that really happen or were you upset? Why doesn't anybody ask him, like, how do you want to be with them? And like, how would you go back with them if you're so upset that he assaulted your wife? Yeah. Why would you want to go? And then they, had you, they try to have you murdered. Yeah. Right. They sent you like the Bahamas. They've get killed. But yeah, I want to be back. I mean, yeah, he's talking out of both sides of his mouth. So like, but, he, but he's the coolest. <laughs> he, he can't do a kiss show. You're going to have fucking Tommy spend half a year trying to teach him again how to do all the kiss stuff. Now, here's the thing. like, So obviously on social media, we tease Ace. We post some some funny things about Ace. 
and we've gotten some feedback from people and, and I don't, I don't doubt them. I don't disagree with them because they were there and we weren't, they they've seen ACE on his solo tour and they say he looks and sounds great. And I don't doubt that, but he's also, from what I know, got a ton of other guys on stage with him to cover up. That band kiss, kicks ass because he wasn't getting those kind of reviews before he took over and grabbed Gene's band. Ex- that's what I was just going to say. Exactly. Exactly. Yep. Good for so, him. Yeah. Good. No, I look, you know, you, we're just not going to get what we want. And that is the classic kiss from the, you know, alive to era before the shit hit the fan before Peter couldn't keep up. Before Ace became drop, you know, drop down, dead, fucking drunk, you know, and all the tension. We're just not going to get that, you know, even if they come and play a couple songs. Right. So I it still, is what it is. I still want to I still want to. I'm wondering, where is Peter? Like everybody like you see all kinds of things, obviously, with Ace. You know, Bruce is coming out and commenting on the shows and acknowledging the shows and nothing f- from Peter. He's not speaking. He's not making an appearance. He's not interviewing. Like, Good, I'm glad. So he's not going to be, because when he does come out eventually, because the fucking Stuart will have him on some point, well, no, it's going to well, be it's going to be a, a full-out attack on Paul. But okay, but all that being said, don't you find that a little interesting that it's June and no one's even heard a peep out of him? I think that, I find that interesting. I think he's just laying low. Yeah, maybe. And, you know, there's also other factors other than being on the tour with Kiss on the end of the road tour. There's a lot of other business loose ties that they need to keep together. So he probably doesn't want to burn those bridges. Maybe there's still ways he can make money off for certain things. I bet you. So he's not going to just totally torch it. Um, you know, he was an integral part and his, his face is still on everything. He still performed on it. He's not like the other fucking aborted fetus out there and wherever he's fucking hiding who was paid as a session guy like a hired musician to to write songs and to be on those albums i don't care how good those albums are if i say i'll pay you twenty thousand dollars to help me write some songs and do this album you got twenty thousand dollars i don't care if that album becomes the greatest of all time that's what you signed up for right so right you know, those are two different things. No, I know. Peter, they're still doing tours. They're still doing videos. They're still showing his image. They, there's different. Vinny, they're not fucking living off the Ankh Warrior. You know, right. Where's his money going to come from? There's nothing there. I just so find I'm sure it, Peter's like, I don't need this shit. I mean, I can, I can still make money. I can still have money for my kids and grandkids down the line like i don't need to burn bridges still no, no, but I'm, business I'm, arrangement i'm not refer i'm not talking about be burning bridges or being argumentative and antagonistic or anything like that i'm just talking about even just a simple interview like no, hey Peter, he's probably blow up if he says anything the fucking I, guy called him a loser Paul yeah, called him like a loser and but said not, but see, talked about his wife but that's my but exactly if wouldn't you wouldn't you if you're ultimate classic rock or if you're blabbermouth or one of these stations or websites. Wouldn't you want pay hey, Peter? What do you think of Paul's new book? He just shit all over you and your wife. Any feedback? Maybe they're like, I don't fucking. Maybe he's like, no comment. I don't want fucking. I don't want to take your calls. Could be. Want to? Maybe doesn't want any shit anymore. Could be. You might be right. I just find Who it interesting. Knows? I mean, I hope. I hope it. I hope he's being quiet for the right reason. That's all I'm saying. Because we love Peter. So yeah, maybe he's a kind of a little whiny little bitch. Though. He's oh <laughs> god, he's a total whiny. Hey, fucko. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, I'll sing the shit out of that. Yeah, that's him. That's um, him. That's Peter. 
So let's head into our topic. Go ahead. Shoot. Right. So we call this one Take Me Away, which is kind of a scrap. We can scrap that part up, but together as one. So this week, what we decided to do is to look at all the kiss duets or more harmonies and things like that. So what we're looking for is something that was either a duet or something where one or two or more than two would sing together. And it's not just the chorus. Right. So we're looking at, and we got up to, I believe if I'm not mistaken, 18 songs, Tommy. Yep. Um, I will read them off. Okay. Okay. They are. Nothing to lose. Firehouse. Let me know. Kissing time. Black diming. She. Lover all I can. Shout it out loud. Any way you want it. Only you. Under the rose. I. Spit. God gave rock and roll. You wanted the best. It's my life. Stand and take me down below. Those yep. are the songs which are either duets or multi-vocalists are singing on those tracks. Yep. And now before anybody out there tries to jump on us, we understand the difference between a true duet like Shout It Out Loud where Paul and Gene alternate vocals on the mic and a song like She or Lover All I Can. What Zeus is referring to is where there are obvious layered vocals with a dual lead vocal going on at the same time. And, yeah, and during, more and during, than just the chorus. Exactly, right, because pretty much every chorus has the band singing the chorus. So Yeah, we don't, we're not talking about where the band sings Dr. Love when you right. say, call right. me, and then the whole band sings Dr. Love. Right. We're not looking for that. We're yep. looking for their singing part of the song, the verses and things like that, more than just the chorus. Yep. And it was so, uh, and and I think it was a pretty interesting exercise in kind of putting this list together because there are there are songs that jump out at you like you know, like you said, shout it out loud and and nothing to lose. And but there's a couple other songs and you step back and kind of look at it, you're like, you know, shit. You, you, especially if you put on like 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 headphones, you can you can really hear some of those 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 layering of that that harmony. And you know, we'll talk about that as we make our list. Now a lot of my favorite songs in music, rock, even R&B, uh, are, you know, I like harmonies. I can listen to the Beach Boys and um, the Mamas and Papas. Yep. The Temptations, things like that. Crosby, Stills, and Nash. Yeah, but I love when people trade lyrics off each other, different voices. Yeah. Some are better than others, but I, I mean, I think that's awesome when you can hear a couple different this the eagles have a few like that i fucking love it yeah it's a cool um, sound you know there when there these are temptation songs between eddie kendricks david ruffin going back and forth i'm like oh that's my favorite there's not many so even though gene and paul i don't want to hear about octaves and sopranos and i'm not a fucking professional singer i don't care we all know the paul voice and we all know the gene voice Love it when they go back and forth. And it's not just them. I wish they did more of it. Agreed. Uh, they didn't write as many songs. If you notice, in the beginning, there were more of them. And then they started cutting further and further away as the years went on. And then take a look at that list. You got three from the elder and then nothing throughout the entire 80s. Yeah. Where was Gene? Right, <laughs> Paul, exactly. Like, Fuck you. I'm not writing the song for you to sing a lyric. And then go and then look at the first, the ha- half of the first album. 
is is it, we just ran off, you yeah. know. Or better yet, when they get back together and have their best album, they start working together. You got spit. Yep. God gave rock and roll, right? And yep. then they went right into Cycle Circus. You wanted the best. It's my life is kind of around that era. Yep. Um, and then they did the last two albums. They did it, Stand and Take Me Down Below. Yep. I just, you know, and Paul did those albums together. And he, Gene, you're going to fucking help me on this. And they went back and forth and traded some verses together. I think that's awesome. Um and, you know, we talked about this a couple different times. Um, they're mostly Paul and Gene. But you do have a few Paul and Peter. You have one Gene and Peter. Yep. Um, and you have that Gene and Ace rarity. Oh, yeah. 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 Uh, <laughs> if Gene and Ace, imagine if they did more of that. Yeah, I mean, it's just, you know, Ace hasn't got a great voice, but it's not bad. I think that song works. Ace has got a couple. He does that with also You Wanted the Best, where it's not your place. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God, that's awful. Terrible. Sounds like he's slurring his words. He had a stroke <laughs> last week. I know, that's We're terrible. not your place. Bob Kraft um, on the mic. <laughs> I want a red balloon. And your finger in my ass. All right. Here we go. <laughs> Anyways, so we came up with our top 10. What are our top 10, Tom? Um, so we would start with number 10. Yep. You want to go or should I go? Um, why don't you go? I usually seem to go first on these lists. You, you kick it off there, Chief. Okay. So my number 10 is the first song they did together and wrote together. And they talk about it, especially on in um, uh, Exposed. And that is this one. Okay, yeah, that, you know what? That's that song has kind of grown on me a little bit. It's not it's not one of my favorites, but it does. It, it's it's a it's a well written pop song. I'll give him credit for that. Yeah, and I like the live version of it. It's not bad. Yes, yes, right? agreed. Yep. And yeah, you let me know. You let me. Yeah, it's that's not a bad song. Yeah. Yeah, I uh, I I'm going with that as my number ten. How about you? All right, my number ten. 
this is going to surprise you because I think we're on record as saying that we may not really like this song too much, to be honest. Okay. However, listening to these songs, like we, we, whenever we get ready for an episode, listen to the songs. I like the music in this song. And I like, like you said, the trade-off of the lyrics. Okay. So for me, my number 10 is this. of revenge god gave rock and roll to you i now now listen to me i knew you were gonna say that it's not it's not it's not one of my favorite songs okay i I wouldn't put it up there but this this is the revenge era lineup which i'm on record as saying it's my second favorite lineup from the classic era i love i love bruce i love the way it kicks in at the end um shockingly the song is growing on me still not my favorite but in terms of a trade-off lyrically with paul and gene i i do find myself enjoying it more than i ever thought i would yeah i mean i can see you under this topic where this sticks out yeah you know i don't know they go they do go back and forth line to line that's not often right usually they'll sing a verse a couple verses then they go back that's line to per line right yeah, that's kind of rare. So yeah, yeah, I I, I see what you're saying. Okay, I, I, I have problem with you putting that number ten. <laughs> you had problems with your boss. Yeah, <laughs> had problems over there. You had troubles with your boss. <laughs> My number nine is our namesake. Shout it out loudcast. I, I I don't think the name of the song is shouted out loudcast. 
I think it is. It's, it should be. Look, in a few years, these guys are going to do a podcast. <laughs> Let's just call it Shout It Out Loudcast. They'll know what's up. That's not even Gene. I don't know who the fuck that was. I think that was a fucking like- cookie monster. <laughs> <laughs> Sounded like fucking Satchmo. What's Gene? Who, Louis Armstrong? Job of the Hut? Satchmo? What's that? Is that <laughs> oh, man. What a wonderful. Oh, oh God, yeah. No, that was, uh, yeah. Lou- Wait, is that him? Yeah. yeah. I don't know. Yeah. A big smile and a big trumpet in my hand. Yeah, whatever the fuck you guys call it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm doing Satchmo. Um, yeah, I would say shout it out loud cast. Okay. Uh, that's our number nine. What about you? All right. Hello, Pantheon Podcast listeners. Christian Swain here to tell you more about my experience with Raycon earbuds. Our family now has three pairs of Raycon earbuds around the house. And my wife just grabbed a pair of the headphone pros to replace some headphones from a company that was double the price. And yes, she loves them. Now, if you haven't pulled the trigger on a pair of Raycons, or even if you have, but you're in the market for another pair because they're just that good, well, now is the time to check them out because they just launched their upgraded model of the best-selling everyday earbuds. With Raycon's upgraded everyday earbuds, now you also get active noise cancellation, ergonomic design, and multi-point connectivity that lets you pair with two devices at once. New quick charge function, three customizable sound styles plus awareness mode, available in a variety of vibrant new colors to complement any and all skin tones. I even have a pair of earbuds in a cool green color. I have tried just about every earbud known to humankind, and these Raycons are fantastic. Seriously, if you've been wanting to check out Raycons, there truly is no better time. You're going to ask yourself why you didn't check them out sooner, and Raycon offers a 30-day happiness guarantee. So what are you waiting for? Go to buyraycon.com slash pantheon today to get 20% off your Raycon order, plus free shipping. That's right. You'll get 20% off and free shipping at buyraycon.com slash pantheon. Buyraycon.com slash pantheon. Hey folks, Stefan Shirazi and Renee Richardson here from the Metallica Report. And we are proud members of the Pantheon Podcast family, where the best of music and podcasts unite. We've got something pretty cool for you. We're giving away an exclusive Metallica merch package worth over $250. That's a whole lot of scary guys, skulls, M72, and other sought-after Metallica swag. And we've made it easy for you to win. Follow and share the Metallica Report, and you're in the game. Go to pantheonpodcast.com slash Metallica, enter your email, and hit that button to be entered to win. And just like that, you're eligible for our monthly exclusive Metallica merch package. And guess what, rockers? You can enter every month. So just do it. And while we love our global brothers and sisters, the lawyers won't let us ship outside the U.S. Uh, well, this is good, because so far, a couple different songs. I was afraid we were just going to be running down the same ass, so this is good. So... Uh, number nine is, uh, well, we'll just play it and then we'll talk about it. So here is my number nine.
off of the box set should have been on the album and it wasn't it's my life really good song awesome song yeah almost was gonna was gonna rank that a little bit higher um but yeah i think we talked about this before how how, if i recall correctly that was recorded during the psycho session psycho circus sessions how the fuck did that song not make the album (laughs) Oh, we so we got to make room for Journey of a Thousand Years. Yes, that song. Yes, <laughs> yes. I don't know why we are one needs to. Oh. We are one. Brutal, brutal. Yeah, it's oh. my life. It's a great song. Awesome song. Yep, and it just it has one of my favorite opening lyrics, which I'll save for an opening lyric. Oh yes. So, okay. Oh yeah. Um. So you went. 10, God Gave, 9, It's My Life. Yep. Uh, Number 8, only you, Tom.
Only you. All right. It's uh, it's not bad. It's uh, it's it's not bad. Even though I'm not too fond of a that Paul section, I, I almost think he almost ruins it. But I love the song. It was a typical Paul where he's like, "No, Gene, I'm going to jump in and fuck up this song. So give me a second. However, <laughs> you guys listening to this podcast, tell me that in the middle of the song. Only you. No, 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 no. That is not lit up from Buck Cherry. Tell me that is not it in the middle. Wait. Well, well, that is exactly that song, and that's where they probably stole that from. Well, that if is, you that is the whole fucking riff. Well, if you well, if you listen to Lit Up, the begin the beginning of Lit Up, that opening riff, that's shock me, but played faster. Yeah, that's whole, fucking yeah. what do you call it? Yeah. Only you yeah. listen to the listen to that bridge part. Only you. Yeah, tell me that's not lit up. It's probably the only good part of that song for me. That's not bad. All right, so number so, eight for you. All right, number eight for me is the Elvis classic. I'm sorry, the Kiss classic known as this. Another one off the elder. I. I don't need no money. I'm I telling you. No look, I know we we uh, we've said it a million times. The elder takes a beating. Listen to that intro, and and we'll play it. You've heard you, you've you've heard it. That opening intro to that song, and then that's a good song. I mean, I think the worst part of the song is the chorus. I believe in me. Oh, it's like on. how about the great part with fucking. Uh, Gene, don't need to get wasted. It only holds me right. Oh, it's awesome. It, it is a, that is a good song. Just lyrically, it's just kind of stupid, like the whole Elder album is. But it, that's a good song. <laughs> Are you playing with your little Dungeons and Dragons game? <laughs> Maybe they're stupid. No, sir. I didn't see you playing with your dolls. <laughs> <laughs> well, I can't believe this. All different songs so far. It's amazing. I love it. We're going to save all the duplicates for the end. Yeah. Love it. Um, I love it. They call me Rubbernet. Number seven.
love her all I can. Uh, what on earth is wrong with you that that is number seven? Love her all I can. It's layered. I'll tell you, that's one of the first of all, I've, I'm on. Re- oh, actually, you, you go. That's your pick. You talk. No, Sorry. I'm just saying it's just, you know, classic. Yeah. Classic. But as I told you, I, I mean, and maybe I should have said this out loud. I also, you know, I'm not really going by. Maybe I am like best songs or my favorite song. So later on, if I say top 10 kiss songs, hey, how come you had it on this episode? I'm going by it's different and things like that. It gives you a different feeling somewhat. Yeah. And lover all I can is not a do it. They're not trading off. It's just. No, I know. No, you're you're, harmonies. You're you're rating the songs on a different quality. You're not rating them on. Yeah, but it's just a fucking classic. Yeah, I'll, uh, that that song, spoiler alert, will show up later on my list. So I'll talk about it a little bit. Yeah, later. I figured that. <clears throat> All, All right. right. So you got number seven. So number seven for me. Oh, just poetry from Paul and Gene. Got no manners and I'm not too clean, but I know what I like. If you know what I mean, what do people say? Well, Mr. Can't you see? It don't mean spit to me. of revenge spit oh i mean come on how can you not love that song so much great stuff how many years has people been saying that phrase but then somebody put it in a song yeah most definitely (laughs) (laughs) that's so that it's first of all it sounds It, I was talking about the lyric. Would you mind saying the lyric? What? The bigger the cushion, the better the pushing? How many? I remember that shit in like the third grade. People say <laughs> I was that. just going to say that. That's like grade school shit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and he, somebody put it in a kiss. Put it on kiss that they would take that and that'd make a great saying. I, I invented that saying. <laughs> okay. I, tr- I trademarked that cushion and pushing. <laughs> Those words rhyme. And then you said it. Most definitely. <laughs> I need a whole lot of woman. Oh, it's, like, it's swing. It's just it's 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 his it's his fat chick song. <laughs> the fat chick thriller. There was a wrestler once. His gimmick. 
eventually turned into it was Mike Awesome. I'm throwing my wrestling oh. stuff. His gimmick was he used to have chicks come up to him. And then he changed it to the and he would like push these hot chicks away, and then a fat chick would come out, and he'd like be like, "Yeah!" And he became known as the fat chick thriller. Could you imagine the fucking girls auditioning for that? No, 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 no honey, no, 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 we need we need something different. You. Right there. You're perfect for this. Oh, what am I doing in this? Well, our character is going to push away good-looking women, and we're going to call him now the fat chick thriller. Oh. <laughs> yeah, it was probably the same ca casting director who needed to fill those roles for the Omega Moves and Revenge of the Nerds. <laughs> hey, we need six-foot, 190-pound women for this movie. <laughs> fucking shoulders broader than fucking Arnold. <laughs> Oh, anyway, spit good. You take you take the, the, the jokey lyrics away. It's that's the revenge era lineup. You know, it's, it's a good song musically. Lyrically, it's obviously funny. Most definitely. Exactly. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> My number six. You're going to fucking love this. Oh. That I took this this high. And Ooh. I know you what you're going to say to me as soon as you're going to say you pick this over this. Here we go. Song. One of the worst kiss choruses ever. Oh. <laughs> when you need me. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> it's got the two fucking cliche it's things that when Paul throws out something like with a real high screech, then me and you go, oh <laughs> that song and is just by my side, I'll lay next to you. Terrible. When you need me. I think you like that song. Before he starts. Oh, yeah. Yeah, because he's because what Gene is saying is Paul's about to be a big pussy here for a second. So I need to sound tough. Oh, no, me. You always have a friend. Yeah. It, that's like Bible study music. Oh, it's great lyrics of being there for somebody. Terrible. Oh, it's just wonderful. Like, I'll be your friend. <laughs> it's, like, it's like, hey, you guys want to, will you be my friend? I'll, let's sing this song. I'll be there. We're doing, 
we're doing a reboot of the Golden Girls. It's gonna be not. <laughs> Thank you for being a friend. I'll be stand by your side. I'll be next to you when you need me. Oh, oh my god, that'll be the best. Ugh. The Golden Girls. It'll be fucking Gene and them from the eighties. Right. Be off the look. Okay. That being said, if our friend. Daryl Albert is listening to this podcast right now. Please try to do something with this song in, in the Golden Girls or something. Please. <laughs> Gene from the 80s in that fucking yes. asylum look right. from the fucking Tears of Falling video. Yes. Oh, God. <laughs> My God. Oh, good. All right. Number six for you. What do you got? All right, let's get the train back on the track. At number six for me, it's our first repeat, I think, of the entire. This is pretty good. Yeah. Number six for me is Shout It Out Loud. Okay. Not much to say about that. You know, everybody knows. Shout It Out Loud cast. I hear you. Yep. Yep. So that's my number six. Let's stay on a repeat mode, Tommy. Okay. Number five for me. Yep. It's my life. Yeah. That's the fucking Bon Jovi song. What I think I was, I was just about to say that. That was the Bon Jovi song. It's my life. The Kiss song is better. Oh, hell yeah. It's way better. Yeah. Hell yeah. Fuck with your shit. Hell no. Hell no. Brother Jones home? No, <laughs> Sister Jones home? I think it's Brother Jones. They both at work where your ass should be. Excuse me. <laughs> oh, man. All right. What are we? My number five? You got it, punk. All right. This is making its first appearance. So here we go. album nothing to lose low oh that low it was tough i'm telling you that the 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 top of my list is uh it's it was tough but i hear you fruitcake yeah you gotta help me out if you could yeah i mean what's how can you not have a song about anal sex in your top five (laughs) i mean come on (laughs) oh you know what's funny about that? And and I, I, I don't I wish I could remember the exact moment when I realized that's what this song was about. Because when I'm because when you first hear it, you're not really paying attention to the context of the lyrics. That's what it's about. 
What? Gene likes to re. They throw around shit like all the time that is just so stupid. The song doesn't even make sense. I, I thought don't believe about Gene. The, I thought about the back door. Yeah, I thought about the back door. The people fucking the door saying back door man. I mean, they yeah. just come on. What do you think that was about? Uh, you know, you've heard the expression back door man. It doesn't always mean, you know, it doesn't always mean I'm a fucking ass banger. Well, you, you know, know maybe, maybe that could be our poll for next week. Is nothing to lose about anal sex? <laughs> well, I'm just saying, just it just it's just like Gene to be like retrospectively going back and be like, oh, I'm a revisionist. Yeah, that's what I was singing about. I was fucking, I was a rebel back then. You probably yeah, you could know, be right. I came up with the devil horns from the Love Gun album. That's why my hands were painted like that. But that's yeah. what I was doing, as though he was in like a still photo. Right. <laughs> no, you could be right. Right. But yeah. I mean. Yeah. It, Oh yeah, that's what I was doing. I was doing the horns back then. Oh, sure you were. Yeah, I don't know. But what's the what's the best version of "Nothing to Lose"? Oh, that's a great one. Um, actually, wait, don't. Maybe I would I- probably I'd probably say "Alive." Ooh, okay. I love the unplugged version. That's the best. I'd for rather me. have I'd rather have what do you call it, Gene sing than Eric sing. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, good point. Okay. Okay. Um, but Peter does wail on that. And he's so yeah. Awesome yeah, it's great. Um, my number four, probably my favorite live song on record from Kiss. This. version of firehouse yeah oh man so good why do i like the siren so much i just fucking love it when it goes off oh just and that's one of those like wait a minute that's a gene song well no no wait a minute that's a paul song well wait a minute who does sing that 
Exactly. Literally, and this is one of my favorite songs. And sometimes you've heard it so much. I'm like, wait a minute, dude, who's, wait a, I had a, we looked back. I looked mm-hmm. back to uh, the San Fran concerts, the Mike Douglas video, like yep. all the early, I'm like, I, I'm waiting. There are different times I think that's a Paul song. The different times I thought it was a Gene song. Like, you know there's, what? It's both of theirs. There's Fuck. a, yep. There's a couple songs in this list that your instinct is to be like, no, get the firehouse. That that's that's a Paul song. But when you watch some, and then when you listen closely, and then you watch the video, Gene jumps in and they're singing those choruses to get it, it's it's awesome. And the verses and everything. So yeah. That that's what I meant. That's what I meant. Yeah, the verses. Yeah. Yep. Ah, oh, it's great. So that's my number four. What's yours? My number four is along the same lines, um, different album, but same kind of uh, same kind of theory with the song. So here's my number four. to kill she now here's an example of a song that everybody's like she that's a gene song what are you talking about it's a gene song listen closely listen to li- listen to it watch the watch live concert footage of it they both sing on that song yeah I, and if you watch it closely fucking peter's in the back and so is eric singer now that's singing too that's right yep so it, yep. it's a it's the whole band is really singing with the exception of ace on on vocals on that Yep. Yeah. When we watched, uh, I can't remember which clip, which clip, I don't know if we watched it or if I saw it, but yeah, you see Peter jumping in on it. Um, but you can, again, these, are, these, these are songs where you really appreciate those early albums and you can kind of mm-hmm. see that hard rock Beatle influence with that, that, that harmony and those. Everybody notes. sings and things like that. Yep. It's Eagle-ish, Beatle-ish. Yep. I, I'm with you on it. She's a great song too, by the way. Yep. yep. Uh, what was the other version? The the fucking wicked Lester demo version of this. She walks by moonlight. <laughs> is that the, that's is that the Barney Miller one? Yes, yes, <laughs> yes. That's... Yeah, that's that's the one on the box set, right? Yeah, the Barney yeah. Miller one. Oh God, terrible. Um, we're up to number three, Tom. We're flying. Yeah. All right, my number three. We've already done this one. I. Wow, you had it ranked that high. Love it, the back and forth. Okay. No need to get wasted. Okay. Love that. See, you seem see one thing I'm noticing about that. Well, we'll talk about this at the after at at the end of the list, but I'm noticing a trend here. Hey. So that was your number three. Correct. What's your three? My number three, already have said it. 
uh, off of the debut album, the classic Firehouse. We talked about how, yeah, yeah it's so good. Why, you know, let me go off on a two, on a, on a very quick tangent here. Why is that? Why is that song not being played on the end of the road tour? Because Gene does the 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 what is he doing the fire on now? No, but you but the oh the siren. No, he's doing the fire because he used to do it after firehouse. Isn't it warm? Fire would go off. The sirens would go off. The smoke would go on. Then he'd breathe the fire. Isn't it war machine now? Is it? Uh, I thought it was war machine. I might be wrong. But end end of the road tour. You want to get nostalgic? Play firehouse. Have Paul put the fireman's hat on and all that shit. You know? (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Exactly. I know what that's from, but we won't we won't say it. But. Go ahead. And it won't be a real fire truck. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> woo, 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 woo. Uh, oh. Number two. Okay. Number two. We've already guessed this one. And um, it's this. Nothing to lose. Wow. Okay. Anything so, with Peter and that screech. I was just going to say, oh. that's how. Yep, that's how I can tell. I know what your number one's going to be, obviously. But so I think my number two is going to be your number one. So oh, let's so let's oh my thunder. Sorry. So let's play it. Right, the epic closer off the debut album Black Diamond. Since this is your number one, I'll let you talk about it a little no, bit. More. Just, uh, it, how do you know I'm not gonna fucking put fucking uh, God gave rock and roll as number one for me? Because I'll disconnect. Um, <laughs> I'll disconnect this Skype call if you do that. <laughs> um, yeah, it's just the vocals, you know, and really, Paul is really singing the first verse, really. Yeah. Um, but oh Peter is just oh it's just the I don't I yeah, don't song, get sick of this song. It's just that, one of those songs I don't get sick of. Yep. No, agreed. It's perfect. It's a great and song. Peter just goes nuts. And as I said, Eric Carr, Eric Singer can sing this. 
Peter oh, yeah. owns this song. Right. A to- oh, close. close. Totally. I, er- Eric, I'll, I'll give Eric credit. He does a good job with it. Uh, but it's not, it's not, it's not Peter. Not yeah. at all. And that's the thing that they don't get, Paul and them. That's why we like that song so much. They're like, oh, you know, he overdoes the screeching. But that's what makes the song. Yeah. That, you exactly. can't do that, Paul. Gene, you can't do that. Just like Peter can't do, he's not going to be able to sing I Still Love You like you can, Paul. Oh, yeah. I mean, he's right. not going to be able to sing fucking God of Thunder like you can, Gene. Or fucking fits like a glove like you can, Gene. Oh, like, yeah. They're different different vocal stylings. And nobody can do what he does on this track. And, yeah. and again, this is one of those songs that I can put up there with all the naysayers, all the critics, all the snobby fans. Anybody's like, ah, oh, you fucking like Kiss? <laughs> you know, people talking about the Beatles or people talking about the Stones or people talking about... Rush <clears throat> or other like critic bands and things like that. Oh, I will put Black Diamond up with any one of them for anything. Yeah. And be like lyrics, vocals, music, and tell me that doesn't fucking kick ass and be like, fuck you. Yep. Here's your best. You go up against that best. Fuck no, off. It's, it's if, if you're right. If any other critical, if any other critic artist did that song, you, you'd never hear the end of it. You, you, the song the song would get beaten into the ground on classic rock radio but for being other than me, Kiss. Name me another that you could say if you were doing a Kiss song, critically, yeah. that's better that you would put up than Black. You're not going to put rock as much as we love it. It is kind of fucking simple and just popish, absolutely bubblegumish. Yeah, absolutely. Right? Name me another one that you can be like this song fucking kicks ass. Honestly, any if it was, it'd be it'd probably be something like. Maybe like something like freaking cold gin, but even that's a simple written song, you know? Uh, right. Uh, 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 and Gene's vocals aren't that fucking great on it. Right, right. I mean, come on. So, all right, that's my number one. Your number one. Yeah, my number one is. Drop your microphone? What the fuck happened over there? <laughs> oh, I don't know. I don't know. Sorry. Uh, the, my number one is something that you have already picked. Um, and it's one of my all-time favorite songs, and that is off of Dress to Kill, Lover All I Can. Now, one thing I noticed about our list here, you tend to favor the back-and-forth alternating lyrics. Mm-hmm. My list tends to favor a little bit higher the, the, the layered vocals, the melody, the harmony. Like The one thing I love about Lover All I Can, when you hear those verses, you can really hear that you can really hear like the Gene and the Paul together. Then yeah. when that then when that chorus kicks in, Paul takes over with the chorus. Then they go back and you can hear you can really hear Gene and Paul. I love that. I love those the sound of their two voices at the same time. You know, like with she and with Firehouse. I love that. My favorite part of the song isn't even that part. My favorite part is that break towards the the end. Oh yeah, um, comes in dan dan yeah. And it's oh, awesome. And even though it has nothing to do with the vocals, absolutely one of Ace's most underrated solos. But yeah, that's no, not absolutely. Yep. Yep. So if I was taking that song. Yep. On a given day, Tom, I might put that number one I, right now. Yeah. This is where I'm at. OK, so those were what I would put as my top 10. You put your top 10. I know I had a couple that I could put in. Um, you know, it's Kiss. I love everything. I could have put all 18 songs in if we yeah. had an 18 list. 
Yep. However, the two that I came the closest to making the cut for me, honorable mentions, only two, would been she. Oh my god! Then, I, didn't, I didn't even realize you didn't even have that in your list. No. I wow! Didn't. I didn't even figure that. Yeah. Okay. Wow. Yeah. And then you're gonna laugh. Kissing time. I love the Peter part. Ooh, I love the Peter part. Yeah. And I all, and I got three guys going in that song. That's a good I point. That. I guess, I guess if you're looking at it from the angle of multi multi vocalists, I'll, I'll give you, I'll give you that. I'll give you Who that. Who are your two next honorable mentions? You're not going to believe this. First of all, one of one of them is "Let Me Know." Yeah, because I do I do think that's a well crafted pop song, and mm-hmm. you're not going to believe this because I fucking hate the album. Uh, I, you wanted the best. No, but I think if we're talking switching off back and forth vocals, I I take find me down my, below. I find myself enjoying <laughs> "Take Me Down Below." I'm <laughs> not kidding. the lyrics. Exactly. Exactly. Better move, cause I'm already wet. In the in the music, I I kind of find myself digging that. The the, the I'm not a fan of the album at all, yeah, but I think that no. song, for what it's worth, and it's a fun song, and I like hearing Paul and G- I like hearing Paul and Gene go back and forth on it. I yeah. will tell you, for me, yeah, I had my six songs that I didn't pick was not honorable mentions either. Was take me down below. You wanted the best spit. God gave. Under the Rose, any way you want it. By far, not even close, any way you want it would have been my last choice. That song's terrible. I wouldn't even put that on any list. But it would be 18 for me. Oh, if you had to rank them, yes. Yeah, yeah. And then I would probably have God Gave underneath that, then maybe uh, Spit. Then I would put Under the Rose above those. I like Under the Rose. Okay. And then You Wanted the Best, probably... Actually, I would have Take Me Down Below, and then I would have You Wanted the Best Above It, because there's three. Uh, there's actually four guys singing on that song. The best part. The rarest about, of the rare. The best part about You Wanted the Best is the at the beginning of the song, where it sounds like Gene breaks a bass string, where it goes <laughs> boom. Listen. <laughs> but that song's garbage. Oh, uh, but it's four of them singing it. That's, That's what, true. It's, it's true. not your place. Uh. So what? So what did what did nobody have on their list? Any way you want it, and under the rose, and you wanted and the best. You wanted under the rose. You wanted the best, and yeah. take me down below. Oh, that's right. Oh no, but I had that on my. I had that on my honorable mention. I, I'm just going top ten. That's oh, I'm sorry. Okay, okay, all right. Yeah, yeah. So that, that's good. I'm glad we both and had kissing time. Technically. Yeah. Okay. That's right. Yeah. Ah, not bad. Time is a kissing time. I'm glad that most of our lists were a little bit different, you know, but that, but that everything we, all of our lists are always tend to be different. We have different, you know, we've mentioned it before. We have different, different likes and dislikes with the band. Yeah. Which makes it Um, interesting. Absolutely. Yeah. So I'd love to hear from you guys. Tell us what you would put. Tell us how absolutely wrong Tom is. Uh, How absolutely (laughs) right I am. Yeah. Okay. Email us. Uh, feel free to uh, text uh, text us. Yeah, here's my phone number. Yeah, don't uh, text feel us. Free- <laughs> <laughs> feel free to tweet us or put a message on Facebook. Um, but before we get into all the plugs and stuff, um, can we get any questions this week? Yeah, we do. No, so, we're all set. Okay. This is a good one. This is from uh, 
I think we've we've had some interaction with him before. This is Aaron Jones. Is Sister Jones? <laughs> uh, Aaron <laughs> Jones. By chance, Sister Jones in? Nah. So, it is so, Brother Jones. They both at work. Both but y'all asked me. <laughs> All right. So I'm gonna ask this question and I want I want you to answer it seriously and then not seriously. <laughs> and then how I normally would answer yeah. things. So he says, if the two of you sat down with Eddie Trunk, oh. what what kiss topic would you address with him first? Try to take try, try to take this from no, you're sitting down with Eddie Trunk, not Stuart. We're sitting down with Eddie Trunk. Mm-hmm. What I would address to him uh, the hypocrisy of him never giving shit when Ace played and Peter was replaced. Then when Peter played and Ace was replaced. And why is it that other people can switch band members and it's not a fucking tribute band or a cover band? But when Kiss does it, it is. Ace was alive. Peter was alive. Eric Carr was in the band. Vinny was in the band. Then Mark St. John. Were they a cover band then? Those other guys are in there. Kiss was still playing. They were still playing Love Gun. Oh, because they're putting the makeup on. Oh, is that it? That yeah. doesn't make sense. So I would argue that point. And then I would sit there and say, give me a break. It is quite obviously you are extremely butthurt about that Paul and Gene shit on you. And you used to kiss their ass constantly. And you are utterly embarrassed that your heroes literally called you Wayne's World mm-hmm. and told you and basically insulted you. And since then, you have tried to take your ball and go home and cry that they're picking on you and then try to be buddy buddies with Ace and Peter. And I think you're a shit starer. I think you instigate shit all because your little sensitive feelings were hurt. Mm-hmm. I don't give a shit. You are right. Paul is sensitive. But when you're a billion millionaire rock star, not a billionaire, millionaire rock star like him, he can be sensitive. You can't. Yep. Good. I mean, I'd get into it like that. With okay. Him. Now, I would, I would go. And I tell him that he looks like Stuart from Beavis and Butthead. Exactly. I would go along the similar line. What I would address with him would be <clears throat> I would kind of steer it away from Kiss, but I would start the question off with. If you want to rail and wave the flag for live music, that's fine. That's 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 an honorable thing to wave the flag for. You're bent out of shape that you're accusing Paul of using backing tracks and sometimes even more strongly, even lip syncing. If you hold dear live performances. Why have you not taken time to call out these other bands that you have on your radio show? that you have on your podcast because we all know they're using some kind of enhancement. You're going to tell me right now that Joe Elliott and the rest of Def Leppard are not using something. And I'm not holding that against them because I love Def Leppard. We've seen him in concert. You're going to tell me that some of these other bands that are on these monsters of rock cruises or these, these bands from the eighties that are still kicking ass these days, you're going to tell me that they literally plug in their instruments and their microphones and that's it. It's not it, and we all know it, and that's fine. But you seem like Zeus said you're you're being you're being a baby, you're being a little bitch because you're only calling it out against Kiss, and it makes you seem disingenuous. 
and it makes you seem like a little baby. Or how about the whole now, oh, all these people that are, you know, having meet and greets and charging money. I think Kiss was the first one to do this. Yep. You want to meet us? Do this. Guess what? Like everything else. Do I agree that I'm paying fucking 500% markup on my playoff tickets from the first round to the Stanley Cup round? No, but if I don't want to buy them, I don't have to. So markup went up from meet and greets, what they did originally 10, 15 years ago to what they are now. But we all had the option not to buy it. But Why are they fucking assholes for doing it? And yet you don't call out anybody else. Why is it only when they do something that it's fucking a, 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 a bone of contention with you, right? right? But it's not even just markup per se. It's You have to think about it logistically too. Let's say you go to see, you go to see Kiss at, at the Garden in Boston where we saw them. What, 12,000 people, whatever the number was. Okay, let's say that meet and greet tickets were $250 a person. Every fucking person in that auditorium would get one. And it would take them six hours and there'd be no concert. So you can't price a premier event uh, or, or a premier thing like that at a quote unquote normal price. You have to price it ridiculously. I don't agree with it. But like you said, if you don't want to pay it, don't pay it. Right. No, I think what they're saying is like you can still charge a decent price, get good money. But you and, can't you know, go because then everybody else is going to do it. Well, you're they're tell- saying like, you know, instead of doing it 2000 still a 1000 Not a lot of people have $1,000 to do a meet and greet. Okay, uh, maybe. So, but I'm just saying. But ultimately. The market the- takes place. If people don't buy it, they'll lower the price. Right, but ultimately. Uh, oh, but you're oh, not doing it for the fans. Get the fuck out of here. Well, that's the thing. Ultimately, your point is they keep picking on Kiss for doing these things when every other band is doing it. And guess what? If there's a band out there that's not charging $2,000 for a meet and greet, it's because nobody wants to charge pay $2,000 to meet the fucking bass player for Crocus on the Monsters of Rock cruise, okay, Eddie? <laughs> that's why nobody's paying $2,000, okay? People are paying $2,000 to see Gene and Paul because – or whatever the price is because it's Gene Simmons and Paul Stanley. Yeah, but he, he helped that guy meet the fucking – keyboard player on the bullet boys and signed them to fucking uh cunnilingus records in 1989 yeah good for him and, it, and it, you know what it cost him it cost him 35 dollars for that fucking meet and greet that's why okay <laughs> i feel bad for crocus why do you know what? i think it's just funny to say the word crocus <laughs> the hairdo <laughs> It's the fucking Horshack hairdo. Fucking Horshack fucking Juan Hepstein hairdo. He's just not a very just not a very good looking rock star. <laughs> just not what you would call a handsome man. Right. <laughs> All right. Okay. Now that we've insulted everybody. I think this is an insulting. Now don't talk to him. Don't you worry about that. Star? Anyways, oh, all right. What's any other questions? Yeah, we got one more. This this comes from the Star Pod Log. Star? <laughs> I just said that. I know. No, it, the email address is Star Pod Log, and it, and it says Star Pod Log Podcast. Okay. Uh, he sent it to us uh, to our email address at shoutedoutloudcast. At How did I not see this? I don't know. Did you I sent it to you. You sent it to me. What the fuck? I've been telling Tommy for over a year and a half now that I think my memory's gone, that I have Alzheimer's or something. 
You guys yeah. will know this in a year from now when Tommy's like, yeah, I got to get a new co-host. <laughs> Zeus is in an institution. He's got Alzheimer's. All Zeus right. would be like, hey, hell, let's do it. Let's let's review Rock and Roll Over. Uh, Zeus, we did that last year. We already, we already did that. <laughs> so his question is, this, this is just a fun one. The last one was kind of semi-fun series. This is just a fun one. So he, so he says, what if the trucks that were hauling all of Kiss's stage equipment got mixed up with Iron Maiden's <laughs> stage equipment? <laughs> what, okay. would the, what would the Kiss team do to turn Iron Maiden's shit into a Kiss concert? They would do the Elder as a whole concert through with their fucking Dungeons and Dragons theme, according to Iron Maiden. And they would take that big giant Eddie and turn him into the boy. <laughs> and it would be the elder. You're right. Yeah. Oh, I mean, I know there's a big contingent Iron Maiden fan group out there. Just a different genre. Yep. Right? They're into yep. the sorcery and oh, the witchcraft and warlocks and in history. A lot some of this stuff is like historical. They talk yeah. about like it's just not my and, and the style the musically it's okay lyrically and That's vocally great songs yeah great songs yeah vocal vocal it's just not my style um I, I you know if I if I, if I do listen to Iron Maiden it's it's just the hits that everybody knows you know I would never go see them in concert um but yeah I, I think I think I mean Iron Maiden stage they got some cool shit but it's it's not a fucking Kiss stage you know what I mean <laughs> not a Kiss stage it doesn't have fucking uh, what's his name? Spiro the Sphinx. Who was that guy? <laughs> the character oh, they had? Leon. <laughs> Leon. No, no, they did. They named him I Leon know. Sphinx from. No. Yeah, I'm, that was on the hot in the sh- on the hot in the shade. I'm joking. No, I know. I know. Um. So yeah. So Star Star Pod. <laughs> that was his. Thank case. you for that question. Yeah, those are good ones. We like we love we love questions. So yeah, no, absolutely. Um. So, people. You can find us on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, Spotify, Podomatic. Please leave us one of those five star child reviews so people can find our podcast. You can do that on iTunes. You can do that on Google Play. Podchaser, leave reviews there for us. We love it. Um, We get some good ones every once in a while that there's something that we see and we're like, holy shit, that's not even a family member. Look at that. Um, (laughs) We love it. And it's, you know, obviously it brings our our voices and our podcast to the masses. So the more you guys do that, the better it is for all of us. Um, you can email us at shoutitoutloudcast at gmail.com. Shoutitoutloudcast at gmail.com. You can interact with us on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, YouTube. Uh, we also have our YouTube channel. At this point, me and Tommy, we just we don't put our YouTube, um, our our uh, Skype video. We don't put that up there because we have to do editing after this, and we put in the song, so we don't put our ugly mugs up there. We just put a photo of the album and we just hear us talking about the episode. But YouTube is out there as well for us. Feel free to like, share, spread the love. We really appreciate when you guys do that for us. Yeah, absolutely. As as we always say every show, um, we love the fact that you guys are even paying attention to us and listening and interacting. Uh, <clears throat> we love the comments, the jokes, the opinions. Um, you know, keep it up. You know, we love it, and it's uh, it's always it's fun for us, and uh, we hope it's fun for you as well. Yeah, and one other thing, uh, I know we talked about this 
earlier, but uh, we want to give a special shout out to uh, Growing Up Rock Podcast. They reached their uh, 100th episode. Absolutely. Uh, we hope we can join the big boys someday and get to that milestone. But they did that and uh, they interviewed uh, Y&T. Absolutely. And that, a- and that actually they made news with that interview. Yep, that was and, a big uh, score. They got they got they got referenced on uh, on Blabbermouth. Um, so interviewing Dave Manichetti from Y and T. Congrats to them. I know that's uh, Sonny's one of his favorite bands, and uh, Stephen as well. So congrats to them on the success of a hundred episodes and scoring that great great interview. Yeah, they did a great job, and uh, I'm really proud of those guys. And uh, keep up the good work, and all the other podcasts that we listen to, and we love to give shout outs to. It's a brotherhood out there, and we love them, and uh, we listen to them all the time, and uh, we appreciate the love we get back. So, yep. Tom, uh, famous last word. Zuh. Sorry, plural. Lock the windows, close the doors, then she gets down. On all fours. <laughs> Let the neighbors talk. Can't you see? It don't mean spit to me. <laughs> oh, my goodness. It's like Charles Dickens there, Jim. <laughs> Poetry. Uh, oh, absolutely. Uh, loneliness will haunt you. Will you sacrifice? Do you take the oath? Will you give your life under the rose? <laughs> what the fuck? Well, that's a good way to sign out. <laughs> oh. Everybody out there, thank you for listening. We'll catch you next week. Thank you, everybody. See you soon. Peace out, Girl Scout. It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points.